Welcome back. It was a monumental weekend of football on and off the pitch. Uh, where to start? I mean, in the space of 48 hours, we had a fan chasing a referee at Port Vale. We'll get into that. Two managers deciding that this season will be their last at their current clubs. Massive, massive news. And then we had the FA Cup, a giant killing. Sorry, Ed Sheeran, but your team is out of the FA Cup. Maidstone United, what a story. We will start with that and uh, we will end with um, a little bit of news off the field issues once more for Manchester United. So we'll start with the FA Cup, Maidstone United 2, Ipswich 1. What a game. They completely FM'd it. I mean, I think they had two shots on target. They scored two goals. But to be fair to them, the players after the game, they were saying, you know, we knew we had to take our chances. We knew that they leave space in behind. And the way they played, there was space in behind. And both of the goals came from those quick breaks. They are the lowest ranked team to make it to the fifth round since 1978. Blythe Spartans uh, were the last team to do it in 1978. It is a fairy tale story, this. Who will they get in the next round? Yet to be seen. And it did bring me so much joy on Saturday afternoon watching that. Those last 10, 15 minutes, you know, the desire, the passion, the fans, the cramps. Yes, Ipswich will be disappointed, but ultimately you get what you deserve. And uh, they weren't clinical enough, not clinical enough to beat the towering Brazilian goalkeeper, uh, Lucas Colovan. What a story that is. And what a moment, you know, if you saw him at the end of the game tearing up, he spoke in the past about his depression and unable to handle the pressure of league football for him to put in a performance like that at a stadium like that I mean playing in that atmosphere alone for these semi-pro players is just incredible and um, the forward he ran out of steam at the end of the game they brought him in from Malta recently I don't think he played too many games he was incredible and the goals as well that they scored real quality and um, they took their chances well uh, Ella Kobe uh, the manager after the game he, he, he spoke about the plan and, and how they did, you know, they perfected it. They broke on Ipswich quickly. Ipswich will be disappointed, as I say. But the magic of the FA Cup is alive and well. As I say, I was beaming watching this, especially at full time. I mean, that is what the FA Cup's all about. So I'm sure we will all be watching that draw, looking at who Maidstone are going to draw next. How far can they go? They're in the last 16. Just think about that. They're in the last 16 teams in England from the FA Cup. They started playing in August. Their, their, their first FA Cup game was in August, right? It's just crazy. What a run. Fair play to them. And um, yeah, long may it continue. Next up, this must have been the best kept secret in football. Um, he decided in November that time was up for him. Jurgen Klopp is to leave Liverpool at the end of the season. That's uh, really, really huge news and um, a massive blow for Liverpool, potentially, obviously, depending on who they they get in, the front runners at the moment, uh, Xabi Alonso, with his links to Liverpool and his success at, at Leverkusen so far and in his managerial career. I think he's only played about 65 games or managed 65 games, so there is a, a degree of inexperience, but for Alonso as a player and a manager, there is a wealth of experience given who he's been managed by, the leagues that he's played in, the players that he's played with. Um, I think Mourinho said it before he became a manager um, about Alonso. He said that out of all the players, he is the one I'm looking forward to seeing as a coach. And he was bang on the money. What a job he has done. I don't think people realise just how bad the team was that he um, you know, took on at the time. And he has consistently pushed this team. He's pushed and pushed. And, he's, and you can see 
that it has worn him down and that's ultimately why he's making the decision. And I think he he's smart to realise it. Um, there was a clip doing the rounds as well after this about Arsene Wenger who said, you know, he, he sacrificed so much and he did miss out on so much. And you think about Fergie and Wenger, Fergie going for 26 years, was it? 26, 27 years is absolutely bonkers. It is mad. Complete football men, fair play to him, but obviously you've, you've got to have the capacity to, to do it. And uh, clearly at this level, maybe the game has changed slightly um, and Jurgen Klopp is, is just feeling the intensity of it and um, having to rebuild and rebuild. That said, he, he's got this Liverpool team in a good place now. Got some great young players coming through. Trent, you could still class as a young player. Schlobberslai, of course, coming in. He's going to be there for the next five, ten years. Um, if he wants to be, he certainly can be. And he can become such an important player for them. Nunez as well. He's still very young. Canate, another one. They they have a very good base there. And I think if they do go and get Alonso, uh, that would be a good move. De Zibri, obviously, is going to be wanted. But this news did come as a, a surprise to me and um, Liverpool play Chelsea and they are at home this week. I think that's Wednesday night so you can imagine the atmosphere there. And I think it's potentially smart announcing this now from Klopp because um, it could galvanise the team. Not that they need it, they're playing well this season and Klopp is so good at doing that anyway, building that team spirit, the togetherness. But now there will be an extra edge at Anfield. And to say that is crazy because going to Anfield, the atmosphere is already the best in England, you know, on its day. Um, so that that game against Chelsea, yeah, I can't wait for that one. The atmosphere is going to be electric. And um, I do really think it will push them on. I think they could win the Premier League this season. And what a way to go out that would be. They're still in four competitions, I think. So they've got a final to come um, against Chelsea in the Carabao Cup. So this will be a little bit of a, a warm-up to that. I would back them to win the Carabao Cup just based on how Chelsea have been playing this season so far. They're stumbling through games even when they win, unless it's against Middlesbrough, of course. Um, they don't look convincing. They played out a nil-nil with Aston Villa in the FA Cup. So that's another game that Pochettino will not want to add to the calendar. So to round up this segment... Jurgen Klopp is out of Liverpool this summer. Who will replace him? Let me know in the comments. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave a review and just include what you think about Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool and who would be the best successor in the review. Now, from the Premier League to La Liga, and Xavi has announced he will be leaving Barcelona. They lost 5-3. Uh, at the weekend. So I just don't think he's handling the pressure that well based on some of the stuff that he's been saying. The way he's talking in the press, he said, oh, you, you said I would be the Ferguson of Barcelona, but then you don't allow it. You don't give me the time. You say something after every game and it, and it gets to me. It, it hurts me. I just think, you know, you're the manager of Barcelona. Um, and I don't think it's all his fault. Um, he's had good times at Barcelona and this is the crazy thing. Um, we don't give managers time anymore. We just don't. Um, and Javi, you know, if there's anybody that should get time as a Barcelona manager, I mean, he's, he's an absolute legend at Barcelona, isn't he? One of the best players in the last 20 years at Barcelona. Him, Messi, Iniesta, Busquets, you know, fantastic. Um, such a big part of uh, that domination from you know 2008 to sort of 2012 they were insane but he can't hack it and I think again I think it's the pressure I, I just think he's not up to it given some of the comments that's what I read into it anyway I don't think it's just Xavi's mentality or his you know lack of not being up to it I think he's not been helped by the transfer strategy 
um, or their lack of, you know, uh, the the funds at Barcelona. There's obviously well documented um, issues with the, the the finances of the club, and I think the transfer strategy has been a bit mixed. You know, they're signing old players like Lewandowski, but then you look at Xavi's team selections, and he's putting in multiple 16-year-olds into his selections. So which one is it? Are you going to go with youth? Um, are you trying to build an exciting team for the future? If that's the case, then you've got to give this guy time. But it seems like his, his issue is with the press, just from what I've read uh, in the wake of um, him resigning, essentially. And um, this one, actually, I can see this one being overturned. I, I, I don't know. I, I just think this is one where he's come out after a game and he's said, you know what, I'm done, I'm, I'm done. Maybe in the next week or month, especially if they get a bit of form, I do think this one could be reverted. I think I don't think this is set in stone. I think he has just come out and said this in a press conference as a reaction to a game. Um, in, in you know he's he's in the heat of the moment almost. Maybe he's been thinking about it a little bit, but I don't think this is as calculated as Klopp. You know, Klopp said he was contemplating this from November onwards. They kept it a secret, and now they've announced it. Um, yeah, I could see this one being reverted for sure. I think Xavi could stay at Barcelona. That's my early take on this. Just just thinking about it, you know, seems like he's throwing his toys out the pram a little bit. And um, if they pick up form, if they sign some players in the next couple of days, who knows? And finally, for Manchester United, it is more off the field issues. Marcus Rashford was seen partying in Belfast um, and then he reported ill when they had training the next day. I just don't understand why... Um, he's doing this, you know, in this day and age, you're not going to get away with it in the, in the smartphone era. It's just a collection of off-the-field stuff, isn't it, for Man United this season? I have to agree uh, for once with uh, Mark Goldbridge in, in what he says uh, regarding Rashford. I think he is protected because he's, um, you know, he's a local lad and he's been there for ages. You don't go out clubbing as a player and then report ill the next day when you've got training, especially not at Man United, especially not a, a, a poorly performing Manchester United team especially that there has to be standards you have to have these senior pro players that set the tone and there's got to be proper discipline um, in place because if you if you're allowed to just do this and this is Rashford who is yes he's a youngish player but he's still seen as a senior player so what is Garnacho going to think looking up to him what is uh, Pellistri going to think what is um, Hoyland going to think coming into the club what 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 are these players going to think is acceptable behaviour at Manchester United? Are they going to think, oh, well, I'll, I'm just going to go to Paris for the night and then you, we've got training, yeah, we've got training 2pm the next day. Don't worry, boss, I'll be back. I might be slightly hungover, but I'll be back. Do you think Rashford has a future at Manchester United under Ten Hag? How many times can you do stuff like this and still be the sort of golden boy of, of Manchester United? Is Rashford respecting Manchester United enough? You just don't hear about these things with other clubs. You know, City, Arsenal. Yes, you've got players like Grealish, but it seems Grealish knows when to party, if you know what I mean. He went hard after they won the treble. He was um, in IB for, for like two days, came back, still still awake, still drinking for the, for the parade. You've earned it. Fair play. Rashford, you know, for you to be skipping training because you're ill, you're, you're telling Ten Hag that you're ill, but you've really been partying in Belfast the night before... That's just not a good look for everybody. It's not a good look for Ten Hag and the the culture that he's trying to build. It's not a good look for the younger players. It's not a good look for Man United at all. And um, as I say, the other clubs seem to have the discipline and uh, the culture down, if you know what I mean, because their players know when it's time to come in and work and put in a performance for the shirt 